I'm back. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Slow down. Baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby. Where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. Brother Soul 8. Here we are. Ha <laughs> ha. Smooth. Smooth. I'm happy. I'm glad. You know, I get to get this popping. Uh, this episode was supposed to come out. Bread of Soul was supposed to come out last week. Allergies hit like a mug, dude. I'm not even gonna be. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be very transparent with y'all. Like, wow. I know allergies could really hit like that. I don't know if it's the COVID vaccine that really emphasized my allergies or whatever, or whatever that's the case. But damn. That put me in another dimension. I could even talk. My, I mean, you could you could hear, the, you know, what I'm going through right now with my nasal. You know, I, I don't really sound the same, but, you know, I'm still here. I, I really love this podcast, so I'm going to keep doing this. But, you know, I really couldn't do it last week. I was, I took some, I, I, it was like one of my first times ever taking Benadryl. I've took Benadryl twice within the past two, uh, past week. And I thought Nike will put you to sleep, bruh. I really do. But Benadryl really puts you on your ass, dog. I put, I took them like in in the middle of the day, you know. I'm like, okay, because normally, you know, when I take NyQuil, you know, I'm like, you know, I can take it a day and stay up. I, I'll be staying up off that NyQuil. But when I take that Benadryl, that shit really ugh, ugh. Put me to sleep. I was like, God damn. I was really laid out for like hours. I took it at 11 uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it at like around 11 yesterday because I had nothing else to do during the day. So I was like, you know what, man, I'm feeling, man, these allergies kicking in. So I just, I took like, you know, a pill and, you know, drank water and all that. I was like, oh, man, that's cool. I'm over here typing up, you know, stuff I had to do. And then... I close my eyes, I look up, it's like 3.30, and I'm like so zoned out. Like, it's not even that I wake up fine. I'm still waking up processing life. I It took me a few hours to process life. So ideally, I really started my day at like 6. It was nuts. I, I, I'm done with that. And I hooped too, and I still couldn't really process life. That was nuts. Benadryl is crazy as hell. Goddamn. But we're back. We're we're back, you know. We're back with bread. Bread talk, it's amazing. Uh, bread episode eight is just me. There ain't nobody across me or next to me right now talking. It's all me. Uh, but the next two bread episodes, it's it's me, and then another person's plan. But if it's not that other person, it's gonna be me. The last the last bread episode is gonna be me. But bread episode nine, we already got someone uh locked up, so we're pushing everything a week back. So the next bread episode will be next week. Uh, we're dropping two bread episodes in one day, like how I did the first two bread episodes. So hopefully y'all, uh, y'all really tap into that. Cause I'm glad, you know, that I'm back into it. Then after that, you know, it's not going to take like three months for me to start, you know, the season, the uh, season two of bread talk. We're just going to get right into it probably late June, uh, maybe mid June. 
I just got to set up my whole season, see what I could do, see what type of people I could bring on it. And yeah, that's really it there. Um, I've been like so back and forth with like grad school. I'm like, God damn, grad school is hard. But let me let me not say it's hard, but it's just it's time consuming for real. It's it, it takes up a lot of your time, a lot of reading, a lot of you know writing and stuff. And honestly, I was very uh, I procrastinated a lot. A lot of my assignments, I, my professor probably looked at it and was like, "Dude, is is this the type of effort that you're gonna put into this course?" You know, some some assignments, I'm not going to say all, but, you know, I really just have, you know, I juggled a lot. You know, I had a lot of priorities these past two semesters, but I'm just glad I finished my first year of grad school. One more to go, so we're going to see what's popping with that. Um, What's it called? I had straight A's, so I had a 4.0 my last two semesters. But I took a class last summer, I got a B. You know, if you know, you know why I got a B. That shit was stupid. But, yeah, um... I have like a 3.8, but I'm glad I got a motherfucking uh, 4.0 these last two semesters. Let's see what's let's see what's popping. Yeah, yeah, I know my buttons. I know my buttons. I know what buttons to use for sure, for sure. But uh, we're gonna get right into it. This brother soul just is a little bit about music and the NBA. Make some predictions. Uh, NBA playoffs is right now, so just make some predictions on you know who's gonna win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year. Uh, most improved player, coach of the year, because you know the uh, the six man and someone else won it. Uh, mo- oh yeah, most improved already won, so yeah, we good with that. We take that out of there, and then uh, we're gonna talk about some predictions. You know who's gonna win each series and who's gonna win the finals. But let's talk a little bit about music. Let's get into that. Uh, this year has been pretty smooth in terms of music. I'm glad I've really been listening too much because of a uh, because of grad school, but. You know, there has been some notable people I've looked at. You know, I just want to shout out, you know, Pooh Shiesty. Man, I, I honestly, I never heard of Pooh Shiesty until my little brother played him. And he played uh, Back in Blood, like, you know, a while back. And I was like, okay, smooth, smooth. But I wasn't really into the brr type stuff. But then I caught myself. I, I don't know when it was. I don't know. I think it was around, like, I think February I want to say February or March, I was, I was in my car, and I was like, man, who's that brr guy? Like, who is this guy? So I I just tapped in. I was like, dude, this Pooh Shiesty is different. Like, Take a Life, that, that song go crazy. Shouts out Pooh Shiesty. Shouts out, uh, I think he's from, like, Tennessee, Memphis or whatever. Yeah, no, nah, he, he holding it down for them, like, for sure, because Pooh Shiesty different. If you don't really like that, you know, that I don't even know what type of music I could really say. I'm not going to say killing music, but, yeah, nah, it's real for sure killing music. His, his biggest song is Back in Blood, for sure. You know, and, and I also want to shout out another person in that song, uh, Lil Dark. He dropped The Voice this year. That was a smooth little tape, you know. I didn't even get that deep into it. I listened to, like, the first five songs, and I was like, oh, Lil Dark is back at it again. I don't even got to listen to the whole thing. I already knew it was going to be good. You know, that was smooth. And then... I also want to bring up an album that took me like off guard. You know, this rapper, he's, you know, he's, he's been known, you know, I, I think he's been popping since like 2015. Yeah. Was Lil Yachty, his Michigan, uh, Michigan boy boat album, you know, got the whole Michigan. And, you know, I'm a little biased towards the Michigan folks. I'm not going to lie. I'm not from Detroit or Flint or, you know, anywhere in Michigan. You know, I got some family out there. I don't even talk to like that, but, their music is just so unique. I love it. 
It's just the, the uh, like Lou Yachty said it the best in the interview. Like they peep, they BPM is like speeded up a little bit, so they they they, they songs are just different. I really mess with them. So Lou Yachty got almost all of them on the album. You know, there's a song called Plastic with I Swear Vezo and Rio the Young OG. There's a song called um called Fight Night uh, or Fight Night Round Three or something like that with uh with Babyface Ray. Lou Yachty threw me off. And it's not even just like the features that's really holding it down. He's holding it down too. Lil Yachty really killing it, man. I, I was like, God damn, Lil Yachty. Okay. Do your thing, man. I, I appreciate that. Um, shout out Lil Yachty, man. Um, uh, Babyface Ray dropped Unfuckwittable this year. Y- y'all know me and, you know, Babyface Ray, that's that's my guy. And then I swear Vezo dropped Rich Off Points. I, I Rich Off Pints, I didn't. I'll be real shit. I didn't skip one song. And I'm I'm being real. I literally and this was last week, I, I believe. Yeah, last weekend. He he dropped the album last week. I sat in my car driving. I drove to Compton, Anaheim, all that. I didn't skip one song. I was like, wow. I swear, you did your shit, man. But it's not even like he, it was like a hard tape. It was just like every song, it was just a very consistent album. It was just, you know, he knew what he had to do on each track. He didn't have anything. I was like, man, this is a bad verse. Let me skip it, you know. And I I, I'm, I got like the songs that I needed from there. Like Live in St. Louis, One and One, uh, Venting. A song with him in a trippy record called like Goat or something like that, I believe. Kobe Bryant, I was like, I was just picking and choosing off that album. I'm not, I'm not even gonna listen. I got some highlights in that album I want to listen to. I'm not ever gonna listen to that album straight through again. But that, that was some real stuff. Shouts out Icewear Vezo, G Perico. You know that's my guy. You got, you guys, little 2021 flood coming in. He hasn't missed this year yet. I'm be real with you. And I didn't even like G Perico like that. You know, 2020 is where I, when I really got into G Perico. I want to say like early 2020. But I wasn't really into him before that. And I started listening to him a lot more. And I, I feel like he got better as a rapper and an artist this year. I don't know if it's him signing the Rock Nation that changed it or whatever. But shouts out G Perico on what he, the projects he's been dropping this year. But uh, speaking of Rock Nation, uh, you know, LA's very own, Kalen Farrell Farrell. You know, G Perico also from LA. But, you know, Kalen Farrell Farrell is two. He dropped his two for real, two. A lot of. A lot of for reals and twos, god dang. But that was a pretty solid album. Like I shouts out to him. He signed to Rock Nation too. I already see him like flourishing as an artist. He's gonna get better. And I, I appreciate the album. It was a song. It was honestly the first song that really took me, bruh. What look at me? He said one line on there. I was like, man, this nigga is, is hard for that. He said like uh, I'm just rapping to get bad bitches captions. So let me look it up. Hold on, because that shit was hard. Shouts out came for real, for real for that shit, man. Yeah, if y'all never listen to any of these rappers, for sure listen, you know, to Kellen for real, for real, because he makes women for the lady. He makes music for the ladies and stuff. You know, he, he he's really solid. Let me let me find this. Let me find this. I think it's how I'm just rapping to get bad bitches the captions. I was just like, God damn. I just be rapping, giving bad bitches their captions. Oh my god, I got it right! Wow, I said, man, I can't even use that as a caption because I don't rap. So I'm like, god dang, that was a good, that was a good bar. 
you know, I, I appreciated him for that. That was real dope. Shout out Caleb for real, for real, for real. A lot of for reals. God dang. Yeah, no, nice album, solid album, smooth. You know, just to stay on the L.A. tip, you know, Drake of the Ruler dropped The Truth Hurts. I honestly didn't believe he was going to have a Drake uh, feature on there. Or, you know, he did a hook. Um, that was a pretty solid album. You know, n- something I wasn't really looking forward to. Not looking forward to, but it was an album that I uh, I didn't expect from Draco. It, it, was the st- it was kind of the same Draco. It, obviously, it wasn't the Draco before you went to, you know, to jail and stuff. But I appreciated it a little bit, you know. He has some cool songs in there. He has some people from outside of L.A., you know, just people like Drake, you know. You know, I don't know what, what we got is love, but it's on my mind. I was like, okay, Drake, we might slide on a nigga inside this club. Girl, close your eyes. Ooh. Yeah, no, I appreciate Draco for that. You know, it was a pretty smooth, uh, pretty smooth song, pretty smooth album. Uh, some shit on me is cool. And then um, Pal writing the kisser. Bruh, that boy Rimble had the hardest verse on that song. If y'all don't know Rimble, I'm shouting out Rimble now. He hasn't dropped, like, you know, any, you know, project this year. But, y'all, when I say Rimble might be that guy coming out of L.A., he might be that guy coming out of L.A. A lot of L.A. people already know him. But if you're not from L.A., you're listening to this podcast. Rimble. R-E-M-B-L-E. He said, those are not Glocks, buddy. Those are ghost guns. My homie smoked too many ops, he ain't got no lungs. Two, two, three shells. Nigga, that's for King Kongs. Play that Ruth Chris, bitch. That's my theme song. If y'all don't know, he has a Ruth Chris uh, freestyle, I believe. Or the Ruth Chris song, whatever the song's called. That man is hard. That was the first couple bars. God dang. Shouts out Rimble, for sure. I hope he drops an album this year. Now let's get into some big people. You know, that dropped in 2021. Uh, I didn't really listen to Nicki Minaj's tape like that. I listened to a couple songs. You know, that first track with Drake and Wheezy. I listened to it twice because I had to know who won. Because Nicki Minaj went off. No, Wayne started. Uh, Yeah, Wayne started. Nicki, you know, was the second verse. And then Drake was the last verse, obviously. And I was literally like, wow. This is... This I don't know. It felt like it felt like they recorded this in like 2010, or not even 2010, like 2013. You know, right after they you know recorded Truffle Butter, they recorded this song. That's what it sounded like because Wayne went off, and then Nicki went off, and then Drake killed it. You know, Drake definitely had the best verse, no cap, but not discouraging their uh, verses either. You know, Nicki Minaj and Wayne, they killed it too. I was literally like, God damn! Oh my God! And then, yeah, let me just, god damn, this is a good album right here. Let me look it up. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole thing yet, so I don't want to make any judgments on the album yet. But I did want to say the songs I have listened to so far, I have appreciated. So Seeing Green obviously was dope. Um, Oh, yeah, Chirac with her G Herbo. I was like, god damn. That shit was good too. And then the best I ever de- had remix. That's why I listened to too. I haven't listened to everything else yet, but you know, she has like 23 songs on there, so it's going to be a tough listen. Not just a tough listen, it's just a lot of time I have to dedicate 
But I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. And then another person that dropped this year, he dropped this month actually, is J. Cole. His little off-season joint. Um, if y'all know me, I'm going to say it now. I'm not your biggest J. Cole fan. You know what? Do I have like a button? Ah, I thought I knew my buttons. No. Nope. I will give that to me. Again. I'm not your biggest J. Cole fan. <laughs> what does Trey Rack say? I'm I'm not your babe. Yeah, I'm not I'm not your biggest J. Cole fan. Okay? You know, I, I haven't heard him drop anything good, you know, in terms of a whole project. You know, KOD was smooth. But it's not a list. I'm like, oh, I'm finna list to this again. Come on now. I, I don't even think 2014 Four Seals Drive was like a listen to it again type thing. I didn't listen to the whole thing straight through. You know, my I, I don't think after my first time listening to it straight through, I don't think I've ever did it again. Because I was like, uh, it's smooth, you know. It's not like, uh, damn, he sucks. But it's not like I don't really get the hype. And I'm just and I, but I I do have to say I do have a lot of expectation for J Cole just because I I've seen how good he is you know he has highlights he has Friday Night Lights he has you know a lot of highlights and features and stuff like he kills it he's a great rapper it's just when he makes albums I'm just like I don't know what he, what his uh, his motive is sometimes but I appreciate him you know he he doesn't make like horrible music and he stays true to himself so I rock with that. But one one thing I want to critique about this album is the song My Life with him and 21 Savage and Moray, whoever that is. I don't know who that is. But I don't even know. I don't even, I'm not even pressed about who that person is. It's I just didn't like the fact he called it My Life. When we all know that's a lot part 2. Can we all agree if there was people in this room everyone would agree that he just made a lot part 2? To try to get more listens. Like that was just obvious. A lot was a really good song. So he tried to run it back. But you don't run it back on your next. On your album J. Cole. You run it back like on as a. As a promo for your album. You know what I mean? Like you don't just run it back on that album. But I did. One thing I say I appreciate it. Because he didn't say he had features on this album. The track list didn't say he had features it was once I hit, you know, it was the third track. So I got to my life. I was listening to it. I was like, man, this sounds just like a lot, you know. Like, it would be crazy if you had 21 on here. Then 21 came. And I said, whoa, like, whoa, J. Cole. Oh, my God. Like, I was I was, I was, was on my ass. I texted the person. I was like, whoa, like, he got features on here. My boss called me. He got, he got 21 Savage on here. It's, it's just like a lot. I was like, God damn. So I see that, you know, it was dope. To have that, but I was I really appreciate that he had features on here. You know, he had Boz, uh, Black, Lil Baby. So I really appreciated him for that. I just didn't like his approach with the song My Life. Uh his highlights on this album was tracks five through eight. I give him four songs. That's his biggest highlight, though. It wasn't like it was trash. Like, I'm not saying all the other stuff was trash or whatever, but that was his biggest highlight. He started off with Punching the Clock, that Dame, that Dame sample. You know what? Let's talk about that later because that's his best song. I'm going to talk about that song later. 100 Mil, that was a pretty smooth song. Uh, 
I don't really have any iconic things to say about that, but that was a really smooth song. I, I listened to it. I was like, man, I'm gonna listen to this again. I already know. I think it was the beat that really attracted me. And then uh, Pride is the Devil. Pride is the Devil. I was like, okay, smooth, smooth, smooth. And the little baby verse, you know, can't go wrong, no little baby. No, like we already, we all know that. We've been listening to little baby for some years now. I think I want to say 2017, 2018. Little baby is, has not missed really, you know. So we already knew what he was coming with. And then uh, let go of my hand. That was a really like good verse by J Cole in the beginning. I, I really appreciated how he talked about how how uh, he was. He probably listened to that beat before, but he didn't really you know appreciate it as much. But you know, time. You know, as soon as time you know you know came through, the song started you know to 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 grow on him, and I just really liked how he used that verse to manipulate how you know that could just be just life in general, you know. I really appreciate that, and not even just with that beat, but just life in general. You could really see somebody. You could meet a girl. Let's, you know, I'm gonna use a girl as an example. You meet a girl, and you're like, oh, she's not really like my type. But you know, time really tells, and like time, I just really appreciate it because you know, it just he really put time in there. So it's just like when you meet that girl, it's like okay, like she, you know, she whatever, but you know, she not all that. But watch in a couple months, you're like, man. She is beautiful. Like, what, what What? was I thinking, like, a couple months ago? You know, it's just stuff like that. That's happened with all, you know, people. You know, women, men, um, trans people. You know, however you identify, you have looked at someone and was like, they're not all that. And then a couple months later, it's like, they are They are that. You know, I, I like I like that, but you know th- that's how I felt when he was when he wrote that verse. You know, obviously he was talking about the beat, but it, that that when that could be an analogy for so many things. I appreciate J Cole for that verse, and that was it was a lot more said in that verse. What he said right there was like probably four bars. He had a lot more bars after that. That was really smooth. So that that the song "Let Go of My Hand," um, punching. Uh, oh, I didn't get into punching the clock. <laughs> Let me get deep into Punching the Clock. Punching the Clock was the best song on the album. The best. Hands down. This album would have been his best. Nah, I'm not going to say his best album. But it could have been top two if he would have threw Dame Dollar on the song. I'm going to say it again. This song would have been top two if he would have thrown Dame Dollar on the song. Now, let me tell you why. Dame Dollar is an up-and-coming rapper who's also an NBA superstar for the Portland Trailblazers, who's also playing against the Denver Nuggets, okay, in the, in the playoffs. We're going to talk about that a little later, all right? But he's a rapper, too, and he's not bad at all. He's probably one of the best. Him, Miles Bridges, um... I'm trying to think of other people. Ron Artest. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but those are the two, you know, NBA rappers. I'm just like, okay, they smooth. They go hard. Like, rappers need to put them on their songs type like like type stuff. You feel me? I'm just saying, if J. Cole would have threw Dame Dollar on that song, imagine having him as a sample in the beginning. And then Dame finishes it off with the last verse. Just imagine. I just want to throw that seed in your head. J. Cole, make a remix to Punching the Clock. If you not, if you listen to my my whole album review about you, listen to what I had to say about punching the clock. Throw Dame on the remix. Throw Dame on the remix, please. I know you're playing Rwanda right now, putting up three, three, and two, okay, or something like that. I saw your stats the other day. 
you're gonna get some more minutes. You're gonna get some more PT dog. And then punching the clock, I think he he also shout out the cute dogs. I I yep, he did shout us out too. So I appreciate that song for that. Man, I, that was just a good song. Shouts out J. Cole for that. I give that album a cool 7.5 out of 10. Seven, maybe 7.9. I'm not going to give him a B. But a lot of the albums I shout out today is not even a B. You know, so I'm not going to say that this was the worst album. This is one of the best albums I heard this year. Yeah, that's really it with that. Uh, the last thing I'm going to talk about in terms of music is TDE. I mean, I can't talk about music if I ain't talking about no TDE. But, you know, it was just a promotion, you know. You know, loading TDE. We're dropping soon. I'm thinking something big. No disrespect to Isaiah Rashad and Duke Deuce. They're both individually good artists. But when I listened to that song, I wasn't like, I, I forgot what the song was called. Let me look it up. God damn. I'm tired of it. Songs I should have Lay with you I knew it was I knew it was Lay something Well I And I knew it I was in Vegas When the song came out My brother was like Hey You you, you tap into that uh, That Isaiah Rashad song I said I will right now So I listened to it While I was in the shower I said Fuck As soon as I I, I listened to a shower You know I played in the speaker Then I played in my ears uh, Walking to my brother's room And I said Fuck I'm not gonna listen to this shit again. It's not bad, but it's not a song. I'm like, let me run it back. Let me let me listen to it again. You know, I was like, TDE, what's up with the promotions? Don't promote something and then have it come out and it's not even that like popping like that. No disrespect to Isaiah Rashad. You make great music. You have a few great projects. You know, but this all I wasn't really you know tapped into like that. I wasn't really it, it didn't grab my interest. I'm not going to listen to it again. And if I do, someone's playing it in the car. But, yeah, that was that was his bad promotion. So, hopefully, School Wake You dropped this year. Dab sold better. And K-Dot, I don't care if it's an album, a verse, or a song. We got to hear from you, bud. And then SZA, drop some anytime soon. Because SZA, you make some heat. Okay. Looking for you, uh, J Rock. I don't even. Uh, I'm not even. I just want. I heard from you. You're good. Uh, yeah, that's it with the TDE. They had me hot with that promotion, for sure. But let's get into the NBA. Whew! Just pulled up the bracket. Let's see if I could really predict what's going on right now. So we're, we're going to talk about the first series uh, in the East. Uh, Philadelphia versus Washington. Philadelphia is up 2-0. I wanted Washington to win the series, but they don't really have a center. To, they don't have really anything to stop Embiid. Because you, you got you got Russell. You got... I'm not even going to talk about too much, but you, know, you got Russell. You got Bradley. You know, you got Bertans. You have Rui. You have some really good players. You know what I mean? But, you know, Philadelphia just has too much, and that's Embiid. They're not going to stop him. So, yeah, Philadelphia won that one. Uh, And then after that uh, is the Knicks and ATL, the Atlanta Hawks. It's a pretty good series so far. It could could be tossed up. I'm going to go for Trey. 
because I'm be real the the Knicks don't really have an answer for Trey. Like the I'm be honest, these last two games I've seen, you know, they've they've stopped Julius Randle. Julius Randle hasn't really done much. But they really haven't had an answer for Trey either. So we're gonna see that. Uh I, I think I think the the, the Hawks gonna make it through. Hopefully I win all these first round uh, predictions because I'll be hot if I don't. And then um Mil- uh, Milwaukee, uh Bucks and Miami. Milwaukee looks like they're going to sweep them because Miami doesn't even look like they want to play no more. So I'm not even going to talk too much about them. Then Brooklyn and Boston, same thing. It's not even that Boston doesn't want to play no more, but it's like, it's like, have you ever seen, it's kind of like David and Goliath, but Goliath wins. It's like that. It's so sad. Because, you know, it's not that I want to see the Celtics win, but I want to see the Celtics put up a fight, you know. They're down 2-0 right now. It's it's looking real tough. You know, they have a game today. Let's see what's going to happen. Let's see what they could do. Because Boston should have never been 7th seed in the first place. Fire Brad Stevens expeditiously. Because I just feel bad in the first round they have to go against something like this. Should have been the second round for them. Sorry, Boston. Uh, next, in the first round in the West, Utah and Memphis. I hate Rudy Gobert. So I want to see the Memphis win. But I do like Donovan Mitchell. So I I don't know. But uh, I, I want to say, uh, you know, using my ba- basketball intellect, I, I have to go for Utah Jazz because Donovan's back and it's looking like nobody's going to really stop him. For real, for real. And then the Clippers and Mavericks. Tonight's game is really the determining factor in who's going to win this series for sure. Because Dallas could go up 3-0 or Clippers could, you know, live to fight another day 2-1. But it's looking tough. I think Paul George and Kawhi can't switch no more on screens. One of them got to stay on Luka, like, hard. You know, Luka's really, this is looking bad, but Luka's really, like, tearing him up right now. And it just really depends on tonight. I'm going to say Dallas just because of the kind of commanding lead they got. But my my brain could change. Now, even though Denver took up that 2-1 lead against Portland, I'm not going to count out Portland. I'm calling Portland. Portland for sure. And the Lakers, y'all was really chipping off them off that first game, for real. I, I knew the Lakers were going to win. Come on, man. Lakers up 2-1. We're probably not going to lose another game. Go Lakers. Let's go back up to the top. So I said Philadelphia against the Hawks. That's going to be a good series. I'm going to say Philadelphia, though. You know, I, I I think Philadelphia could do it. I'm saying I'm not saying that because they're the under, like they're not the underdogs. You know, obviously Atlanta's the underdog. But, you know, they've been choking the last couple of years. Last forever. I don't think, yeah, they've been choking forever. So I think they got it against the uh, the Hawks and then Milwaukee against uh then the net against the Nets is gonna be a good series. That's gonna be one I'm really looking forward to because they're both they're both gonna breeze by through the first round. So they're both gonna be really good, healthy, got some time. I really don't know. I'm gonna say the Nets though. You gotta say the Nets. And then Utah against Dallas. Dang, I think Luca could do it. Go Luca, let's do it. 
And then Portland gets LA. I don't even want to. Come on, LA. Come on. Love Lakers. And then uh, Nets versus Philly. Wow. That's that's easy. Come on, the Nets. <laughs> Come on. The Sixers couldn't even stop Kawhi. Like, you think they're going to stop? Three of the best scores we have ever seen in history. I mean, behind the bean. I mean, obviously behind the bean and the and 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 Jor. But come on, we ain't never seen no Kyrie. We ain't never seen. We for sure haven't seen no James Harden. And then let's not talk about the goddamn you know unique player his goddamn self KD. No, nobody could beat that for sure. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the Nets beat Philadelphia four to five games. I'm sorry, Joel and B's not gonna stop that. Sorry. And then, uh, what I say? Uh, oh, Luca Magic against the Lakers. Sorry, Luca. Lake Show, baby! Now we're going to end it off with the Nets versus the Lakers. And this is my hot question for the night. My hot question is, who's going to win the NBA Finals? Well, I have a few hot questions, but who's going to win the NBA Finals? This shit is tough, man. Can't believe they threw this on me. It's my Lakers against the goddamn... Now let's bring back this analogy of David and Goliath. David and Goliath. David was always ready for, for that match with Goliath. If you read the Bible, you know that he prepared for this moment. Okay? I know a lot of people are probably going to get mad at me for this. But the Lakers have been prepared for this moment. Lakers in seven. I said it. Well, I can't believe I said that. Lakers in seven, for sure. Go, Go Lake Show. Let's see it. Woo! Let's go, Lakers. Okay, some more hot questions. So I'm going to predict the NBA awards for the year. Uh, finals MVP. I think this year it's going to be AD. It's for sure going to be AD. I think it's going to be AD. You know, Braun is obviously Braun. They might just give it to Braun because he's Braun, but I'm really, you know, looking forward to, to AD doing this thing. But most valuable player, the three people, that, the three finalists, uh, for NBA Kia MVP is Steph, Joel, and Jokic. They're probably going to give it to Jokic, but I really want Curry to win it. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I'm Jokic, I'm sorry. And then NBA Defensive Player of the Year is Rudy Gobert, Green, and Ben Simmons. I hate Rudy Gobert to the point that Ben Simmons is going to win it. And then uh, Rookie of the Year, Mellow Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halberton, whatever his name is. I see Tyrese play. He's dope. He's good. He, he He's playing like he's, he's like a third year. But Anthony Edwards is different. And, and Mellow. 
I think Edwards is going to win it because he went off that last half of the season. And then Melo got hurt. So it was just a lot going in and that. When Melo was hurt, Edwards stepped up and balled out. You know, So I'm thinking it's going to be Edwards. And then uh, the coach of the year is going to be you know Quinn, Thibodeau, uh, Quinn of the Jazz, Thibodeau of the Knicks, and then Monty with the Suns. They're probably going to give it to Quinn. But I would love to see Tom Thibodeau win because who thought the Knicks was going to be the Knicks? You tell me. Yeah. That that was my stuff. Whew, that was, you know, I've been, you know, having a lot of allergies. So this, this, this bread is so tough, you know. I felt like uh, Michael Jordan with the flu game, you know. These allergies are motherfuckers sometimes, man. But I just, I'm just glad I made it through. Bread episode eight is done. It'll be released Sunday, but Saturday. Oh man, Saturday at nine p.m. Pacific time, but I guess Sunday twelve a.m. Eastern time. So just be, you know, look forward to it. You know, I hope y'all liked it, and I hope you know y'all have a good rest of your summer because summer started. Have fun, Bread Episode Eight. Bread out. Peace.